0: Hi, I'm Nancy O'Neill, director of Detroit Business Hub Group. Welcome to the Detroit Business Hub Group podcast. Listen to business professionals share their expertise to help you start and accelerate your business. Invest in your business now. Okay, first question. Tell us about yourself, Melissa. Melissa? Sure, sure. So um, again,
1: the name is Melissa McClary Davis. I own Wise Digital Marketing. I have been in the digital marketing space for well over 25 years now. Um, I have worked with a number of different businesses and different brands, well-known brands that people have heard of like Ford and Coke and Best Buy and GM um, and dealing a lot with digital marketing. So helping companies understand where digital marketing works in their business. Um, I spent five years doing advertising as well. So I understand from a communication standpoint. Um, I'm born and raised here in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit girl yes Um, (laughs) I lived in the midwest I lived in Chicago for about 10 years um, and you know happily married for a long time I have two snarky teenagers (laughs)
0: gotta love that what took you to Chicago I'm just curious I'm sure it was like a career move it was
1: actually a grad school, so I went to Northwestern Kellogg uh, Graduate School to get my MBA. I've always wanted to. I always wanted to get out of Detroit, anyway. I wanted to get okay. you know, and I didn't want to go to New York, um, and I sure wasn't going to go to LA. So I thought Chicago was the right speed for me, so that's what took me there, and I stayed, um, even though I was doing consulting during that time. So I just had an address in Chicago, but I was all over the place. Um, consulting it was depending on where the client was so I spent time I spent time in Nashville I spent time in mm-hmm. Portland Oregon I spent six months overseas and wow so yes but, and then but yes my mail was in Chicago it came to a Chicago address
0: <laughs> gotcha how did you like Chicago I love Chicago by the way but how did you like the city I love Chicago and that's
1: one of the reasons why I, I, I moved back I lived all over that city um for the 10 years i lived in hyde park i lived on the gold coast uh and yeah. my last move was out in naperville so by the time that's in the suburbs of chicago mm-hmm. Anybody remember that so by the time i got out there it reminded me so much of the suburbs of detroit um that i was like okay this is sort of like not what i w- wanted i mean i can get this back home
0: and it's cheap right so exactly i'm sure the cost of living is much higher in chicago oh
1: yes and taxes <laughs> like city taxes and county taxes extremely high and it's colder i don't care what people say that wind coming off that lake it's definitely colder than here even right. though we're on the same sort of longitude line um and so and then i had you know i had my daughter and so just and my husband and i were from detroit so it just made more sense to come back home and
0: family yeah you coming. have more support yeah yep okay next question when did you decide to leave corporate america and start your own business
1: (laughs) well i planned for it for a while i knew my last my last um, appointment was in advertising and i knew i had a finite life there um and so i had a five-year plan so i knew i was going to leave after that um but i really started putting things in motion probably um 12 months prior to leaving so i have been um full-time in my business for, uh, since last year. Uh, but I've okay. had my consulting practice as, as, a, as a side hustle, uh, for the last 15 years. So it was okay. just a matter of pulling, yeah, pulling the trigger to, to, to leave corporate. And so it just made sense. Things were coming to play. It was a new decade. Right. Um, and I right. had canned out and I knew that I was getting out of, um, advertising and it was, it was, if not now, when type of situation. So,
0: um, that's when i kind of made that leap. gotcha. so in other words you're saying it took you 15 years to build up your client base or replace your income?
1: um you know what actually no it just took me 15 years to just um leave i well i want especially with digital marketing it changes all the time. so Right. I wanted to build up like all the knowledge especially of who was really doing digital marketing 15 years ago and it was big businesses and so right, right. i wanted to, i you know i was there on the front lines with with the websites and and, and building that and i wanted to continue to um, provide certain businesses with the knowledge i had because i had the skill set of just you know, working with dot coms. I mean, I, I remember back when, internet, when Amazon only sold books and I was helping companies get online, like I helped Kmart get online. So um, all that knowledge was purposeful for big businesses. Um, but and so I knew at some point I, will have, I would have had my own company. It was just a matter of finding the right window, what, what made sense, especially being a mom Um, having kids, working in corporate America um, and at the jobs that I was working at, the demand for those, what really made sense to, um, to strike out on your own per se.
0: Okay. All right. How long have you owned your business and what you just told me that 15 years, what are some of the marketing trends that you're seeing in the marketplace right now, especially with COVID and everything else going on? Oh, yeah. Um, The PPE and everything else. Some of the big
1: trends in in marketing, um, and I was telling people this last week, is um, obviously communication. So out of all the marketing um, elements that you can do, you know, whether it's email or creating a new product or pricing and things like that, communication is critical now getting the word out about who you are, what you're doing, especially in COVID times, is critical. People need to understand your policies. They need to understand if you're, still, if you're open, if you're gonna be partial, what's the hybrid, um, so they can feel safe. So right now, a lot of the language in marketing has to be around uh, safety and security of what you, um, what you are for your business. And then on top of that, because we had the trifecta of health concerns, and, uh economic concerns and the social concerns um, understanding yes understanding where you stand from a social standpoint so your, your social philosophy is, is critical now no, gone are the days where most companies you know all you're doing is for profit and you're just satisfying your constituents and your shareholders now you have to you have to set your social stance and what you represent and and present that and communicate that to, your um, to your, your, your customers, because right now people, um, there's a rebellion in marketing. You can't sell them anymore, you can't disrupt them. You really have to be invited in as a brand, as a company. And the way you can get invited in is if people know, like, and trust you. Um, and so I, I mentioned that, you know, if they have to know, they have to get to know you, they have to like you and they have to trust you, and then they'll sell. And then lastly, they have to swear fealty to you. So that's where you wanna to get to, is where they swear fealty, meaning that their brand above all else and they will never switch. And so in order to get to that level, you have to really communicate a lot, have to show a little bit of transparency. So that's what, what's happening right now in marketing. Um, and, and just be truthful to, to your customers because, there's nobody, because nobody can be fooled anymore. Nobody's stupid when it comes to selling in, Products and services.
0: Yeah, and something else that I had talked about um, on a podcast with um, Francine Walker is um, a lot of businesses need to be more community oriented, especially corporate America. You mm-hmm. talk yep. about their um, social stance like, what type of organizations or groups are you supporting? What groups yep. of people are you supporting? Are you advocating? Um, for diversity and inclusion. All of those things are important now versus you only having a good product or service. That's just not good enough anymore.
1: Yep, yes. They got to understand you have to be authentic to what you are. It's it's, it's funny because lots of businesses... I think over the last decade, everybody was trying to figure out how to talk to millennials. That was like the big thing businesses were doing. What do we right. need to say to millennials? And millennials are, you know, um, have those social causes that they're interested in being social entrepreneur. And they want to understand the story behind a product. You know, they just, you know, they're, they're willing to spend $12 for um, cold pressed juice as opposed to going into the grocery store and buying you know, um, some Minute Maid. So they, they love the story right. and they love the social cause for that. This next generation, not only do they love the story and social cause, but you have to bring it, and they want to see receipts, and that's that's what the generation Z, this small this group of like, eighteen and twenty year olds, they right, want, right. they want receipts, and they're they're not having it, and that's evident in terms of what's been happening with major businesses like getting off of Facebook and and and, and, and saying that we're not going to um, we have to represent the best things um that we want for this country and take care of diversity take care of our black and brown people and mention that
0: yeah yeah and i think what you're saying in terms of um this uh what generation did you say the 18 to like 25 year old group
1: well there's that's the younger millennial then there's a generation Z, which is like 20 20 and younger so 20 is known as generation z so those yeah are, I, yeah go ahead i'm sorry no i'm just saying so those are like 20 to probably five years old that's that group that is out there doing a lot of their they're, they're doing the groundwork of the protesting and then the younger millennials the 20 20 to 25 group is is, is definitely organizing it and they are definitely um one of the receipts they don't care who you are they they're not a respecter of person
0: <laughs> and
1: right. that's just how they were brought up you know, post nine um, eleven life. So they they you have to prove and be very authentic. And if you're not, they're going to call you
0: out. <laughs> yeah, when and was- I think that's a part of that authenticity that you're talking mm-hmm. about is that because they've seen so much phoniness. And yeah. I mean, this is across the board. This is in education. I, I mean, every major sector of society. This like facade is coming off now, so that's religion, education, Mm -hmm. politics, and as I think that that Generation Z is like wanting to see, like you said, is this person or corporation or group of people are they for real or not? Yeah,
1: they want to see it, and you can't just say, "Yeah, we're for real." Look, yeah, we have exactly. They gotta see it; it's gotta be embedded. Um, Right, it can't be the little
0: Jesus. The Jesus stickers aren't good enough anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're Jesus not. Jesus stickers not working anymore.
1: <laughs> nope. Nope. You have to invest, you know, invest in it. And, and especially if you're the CEO of a company, um, they need to know your stance. And that's part of now the evaluations of who you are is, is your investment in your social causes and, and, um, your stance. So they want to see that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, we talked about this on the phone a little bit before the podcast tonight. Tell us about Detroit startup week and, um, some of your takeaways or highlights, um, from your session that you did your webinar.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So yes, Detroit startup week is a wonderful, uh, week of a festival of small business startups where, where Detroiters get together with folks to just learn how to grow, scale and, um, and really get the knowledge about your business that you may not be able to get or can afford. Um, right. And so it's, it's very crowdsourcing, community-led um, um, endeavor where we brought in over 100 speakers to um, learn from, From and they're all set up by different tracks, whether you wanted to be a talking about women CEOs, whether it's a focus on marketing, on technology, on if you need funding for your business. Um, um, so things like that and it's throughout of last week here in, in Detroit. And Detroit, this is their sixth year of doing it. Uh, it's w- the first one, and now it's across about 40 other cities will we'll start doing their startup weeks. So it's a great um, community event that um, that happens here in Detroit. So I was one of the speakers. I was one of, like I said, over a hundred speakers. Um, and I spoke on, on marketing and I know from, um, startups businesses and small businesses some of the challenges that they have that i try to address you know is trying to get that um um marketing rigor into their business a ceo has to wear so many hats and marketing right. is one area that if you don't know it or if you don't love it it, it can be anomaly some people think marketing is sales and that's not are two distinctly different things um right. but both need to work together so i had a um um a presentation on a marketing planning and marketing and, and, and doing a planning with a budget of only $200, a budget of only $2,000 or a budget of $20,000. What should you be doing in your marketing plan to grow your business if you're limited? And th- that's just happened to be what happens with um, businesses in Detroit, um, namely um, um, minority businesses in Detroit. And during these COVID times, a lot of people are limited. So what can be done? So I I had talked for about an hour to, you know, a large group of folks about, it gave them case studies as to here's what you need to do if you only have $200 to spend on marketing and to, to grow your business. So it was definitely eye-opening because it was all virtual and, and Detroit Startup is a, was a physical um, festival, but this year it was all virtual. We did get a lot of people from all over the place. We did we got some people from South Africa, some people from Great Britain, Um, and from other places because people were really looking at this and seeing if it's feasible for them to do in their city and or country because startup week is also um, international Um, so it was it was a great time Um, I was able to really lean in I know they're doing some replays on that um, and so people could kind of catch the replay because it was all free Um, and um, definitely for those who just just short, you know, trying to start something but needs some information. Um, it's a great um, event to be a part of.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Um, I, de- I had a plan to attend your session and others. So I definitely want to um, get the replay information. So please keep me posted on that because um, I think it, it sounded like it was a really, really a great event. Um, Melissa, I already know this because you've actually offered us services, but tell us what are some of the services that you offer small business owners?
1: Sure. So I really help like definitely the understaffed and overwhelmed business owner. Cause I mentioned before that everybody wears a lot of hats and right. if you're a new business, the first thing you are thinking about is sales, cause you want to keep the lights on. Uh, but I offer them marketing services. So help them with growth strategies for their business. And it's a plan and it's a deliberate plan that requires a, you know, a rigor around how to market your business to reach the audience that you need to reach. So the services I offer is you know, how to, how to reach um, the right audience through planning and through segmentation with a marketing plan. Um, I also offer social media, management marketing and, um, of, of social media because everybody knows that you need to have a presence online. Social media is one of the cheapest and free ways of doing it, although care and feeding of social media accounts is a difficult task that business owners have to do because they're creating their, their business, and then they also have to do this care and feeding of social media accounts. Um, I also do paid advertising, digital advertising in particular, so those businesses that are looking to expand their reach and, and all business should um, look at dabbling into digital advertising because it's not as expensive as people think it is and it can be very deliberate and has a higher conversion to, to really reach that exact customer that you're looking for. Um, so I create plans and then I implement on those plans for small businesses.
0: Okay, great. All right. Um, What do you have, what advice do you have to new business owners who want to know how to or learn how to effectively market in today's marketplace? Um,
1: One of the major, the critical things that new business owners need to have is make sure they have a clear strategy. They have to have a roadmap to get to where they need to go. And in that strategy, one of the major things is your goal and your goal has to be specific it has to be a smart goal it needs to be deliberate you can't just say yeah i want to make 10 grand in six months that's not as deliberate enough you really need to be very specific and realistic um, in terms of your goal planning and the strategy that you create which includes certain tactics will kind of get you there so strategies first Um, second is you need to understand your audience and if you need to know who your audience is and learn that audience and what they want and what they need and understand their pain points. Um, And then what your product, what your service can offer them. And then what makes you different and unique to other people who may be offering the same service. And then once you understand that audience, um, then you could drive the message. So knowing how to message people correctly and not really talk about you, but talk about them and what they need. So solving their pain points and being able to address their pain points, that's the way you're gonna find them online because it's, you know, it's noisy online. You get, people are, are getting exposed to 2000 messages a day online. So how to drive that critical message at the right time to that right audience um, to really market and expand and grow. So those are the main things I would tell a, um, a new business, and if you don't have the experience in-house, hire it out. Um, work a way to like, you know, plan it out. And if you don't have a lot of money, like I said, with my two hundred dollar budget deal, look at negotiations and bartering for services. Look at um, um, creating, you know, products and just doing a small portion of it. Keeping it simple. Don't complicate it, and just kind of focus
0: on a way to just
1: drive sales.
0: Okay, so in other words, it sounds like a, a new business owner who's a novice business owner who um, doesn't really have enough, a lot of experience with marketing or know kind of what target audience they want to hit on social media. It sounds like they need a marketing plan, which you absolutely offer, correct?
1: Yes, yes. And, um, and yeah, and just and just work the plan. Um, and you know, and, and once you have that in place, then that will free up time for you to perfect your product or your service because not only is it about sales but it's also about servicing your customers because just because they bought it's not a one-and-done situation for a business owner if you look at emulating why businesses like you know Ford who's been around for over 100 years um, you need to understand like what do they have to do to stay for 100 years you want your business to last Um, and so, what that requires is looking at your existing customers and making them work for you um, more so than ever before. Um, so, for new businesses um, and looking to grow, it's an investment, and understand you just have to make sure you know your numbers and know your return on that investment through these marketing tactics.
0: Okay. All right, Melissa. And finally, um, if someone is interested, if a new business owner is interested in contacting you or um, existing business, you know, three to five years. I'm not sure if, if you cut it mm-hmm. off at one point. How do they contact you um, if they're interested in receiving your services or do you offer free consultations?
1: I do. R- right now I do have um, a discovery session that I offer and actually I have a fundraiser going on in my my discovery session for, for $10 that's going to go towards um, the Black Lives Matter um, chapter here in Detroit. Oh, um, great and it's just a free discovery session we talk for 45 minutes i get to know a little bit more about your business um i do offer um um one-to-one custom plan services i am looking to add a new service um more of a group service for folks um, later in later this summer um so if those are for um those who are definitely um a little more um cash strapped but they can at least get sound marketing advice from somebody who's doing who's been doing marketing for somewhat 20 years over 20 years as opposed to um three years and so I will have those services as well. You can reach me at wisedigitalmarketing.com. If you go there just you know apply um and press the start here button that would get you going. Um, so that's probably the best way to reach me and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn um, by looking up wise digital marketing.
0: Okay. Thank you so much, Melissa. We also appreciate you, um, helping Detroit business, Hub uh, group out with our initial marketing plan as well as, uh, as well as, um, helping us in terms of you being a member of the group and we appreciate all the support, the, the feedback that you've given us for the website, and everything else um so i appreciate you being on the show today um i just also wanted to remind everyone that the great lakes give back grant is still going on through patronicity and if you're interested in donating i can definitely send um listeners the uh the link to the website you can just email me at nancy at nancy O'Neill.com and we'll get that information out to you. It will be going on until mid-July, so you still have an opportunity to give um, for that. And that um, those proceeds go to continue to help Detroit Business Hub group do all the great work and services that we're offering in the community in the area. Um, it looks like Greg has a question. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, I will, you know, uh, I wanted to donate to uh, uh Black Lives Matter, the Detroit chapter. So um if Melissa she just mentioned it, I don't know if she can give me like some information on that or shoot me an email or something like that.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be happy to. Um, you know, I'll try to I'll get your information from um Nancy. Again, it, it, yeah, it is a pleasure. I know I have to bounce. Um, but yeah, seven o'clock call. I will definitely share that um information with you. Please and, do. And, and thanks again, Nancy. It's been a pleasure.
0: Okay, no problem, Melissa. Um, hopefully, I will see both of you on the call, the uh, the webinar tomorrow at six o'clock for our monthly meeting or event. And I think that's going to be a wrap for everyone. Uh, and uh, thanks both of you for supporting the organization. You do, you both do a lot to help um, Detroit Business Hub Group um, in terms of raising awareness for the organization and. Um, just being feet on the ground to help the organization uh, continue to run successfully. So I appreciate both of you and all that um, you do for our group. So thank you very much. Everybody have a good evening. Thank you. Keep up the hard work. Keep up the good work. Okay. we Will do. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. Detroit Business Hub Group is committed to your success. Go to com forward slash dbhg for business tips blogs videos and virtual classes watch your investment pay off